I was in Bethlehem. And we went down to the shepherd's field. And the church that we went with uh, has an evangelical Presbyterian church right there in Bethlehem. And they've planted a church in the shepherd's field. And going down there and standing in what might have been the shepherd's field in a church, uh, I just dreamed of one Christmas Eve service uh, being there. But in reality, it's like being here. In a lot of ways, it's even better because I'm here with you, family. My family worshiped at the early service, and uh, but what a joy. What a joy that the story is not just Bethlehem. The story includes Maitland, Central Florida. The story includes you and me by God's grace. So let's read the story as uh, the Gospel of Matthew gives it to us, the story of the birth of Jesus. Uh, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 1. Uh, reading verses 18 through 25. You have your Bibles. You may want to read along, but the words will be on the screen for you as well. But let's be mindful. More than a story. It's God's holy word. It's true. It'll never lead us astray. And may God's grace amaze us with a story once again. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, Before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She'll bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Let us pray. Oh, Father God, that's our prayer tonight, that you would be Emmanuel, God with us. That you would come and you would speak to us about this amazing rescue that your Son, Jesus, has taken on for us. That we celebrate the beginning of that as Christmas Eve comes. That Jesus would come, God's own Son, to rescue sinners like us. Jesus, would you come again? Would you rescue us again tonight? Father, would you come with such power through your Spirit, through the preaching of your Word, that you would do that which only you could do, that you would speak through a broken sinner, that truly that Jesus would be the storyteller, that Jesus would be the star, and that we would come and adore this newborn King. We pray in Christ's powerful name. Amen. Clearly the story of the year. Hopefully you should have it by now. The story of the year was the rescue of the 33 Chilean miners 
I mean, what an amazing, heartwarming story. It captivated the, the world's eye. It's amazing as we together kind of were amazed to watch these 33 be rescued. It spent 69 days down below the earth's surface. And for the first 16 days with no contact with anybody of the world above them. And as they started to emerge, as we gathered around our TVs or our, our uh, internet, our, our computers, we started to see the stars emerge. We started to learn their names. The youngest was a, a guy named Jimmy Sanchez, a, a young dad with a four-month-old baby. And it was Jimmy who said, hey, there's not 33 down here. There's actually 34 of us down here because God has never left us. Jimmy truly knew that God is Emmanuel. God is with us. He, he kind of had a modern day Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego moment. I mean, he's down there in the presence of God. Then there's Jose Samuel Enriquez. He kind of became like the pastor, the spiritual leader. And they, they would have a prayer and, and worship service even below the surface like two times a day. And as, as he emerged, he was, he was wearing a shirt. And on his shirt, he had Psalm 95.4 that says this, In his hands, in God's hands, are the depths of the earth, and the heights, and the heights of the mountain are his also. I mean, certainly, Jose Samuel knew that in the depths of the earth, there are God's hands. Then they had Mario. Mario that they, they dubbed Super Mario. And maybe you can see him. And he says, I have been with God, and I have been with the devil. And God and the devil were fighting over me, and God won. Super Mario. What an amazing story. We needed a good story. And what a great story of rescue that was for this year. Sort of. But the greatest story of rescue of all time is the Christmas story. It's the story how God rescues sinners like you and me through the life, through the death, and through the resurrection of His Son Jesus who came to rescue us. You know, and if you watch closely, if you look at all the storylines in life, it's, it's Jesus that will emerge. He'll emerge as the star of every story that has a happy ending. This evening, we're going to look at some of the parallels. The parallels of that story that they give to us that show us the Christmas story. And I trust and hope and pray that we will see Jesus through all of it. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the capsule of rescue. That capsule that's called the Phoenix 2. Do you know that this puppy was designed by NASA? Designed by NASA, it was built by the Chilean Navy. It's owned by Caldeco, the state mining company. This thing had to be built strong enough to bore some 2,000 feet below the surface of the earth to be able to go and rescue them. It had to be engineered well enough so that those who were entombed down there, those that this thing reached, it had to be engineered enough that they'd fit. That they'd fit perfectly and safely and be able to have that amazing journey. Can you imagine that journey? What was that like? Coming back up those 2,000 feet. Man, it had to be built strong. It had to be engineered well. But it's Jesus. Jesus this Christmas that we celebrate, designed eternally, not created by the Father. 
but built through the Holy Spirit through the virgin's womb. It was Jesus to be owned by all by God's grace who placed their faith in Him who came to rescue us. And listen, Jesus had to be strong enough to bore down through the layers of your sin and your depravity. He had to bore down through all the layers of the junk of life to find you, to rescue you. What's your darkest moment? What's your deepest pit? What's that moment, if we all knew it right now, that you'd be really embarrassed and want to leave here in a hurry? Where's that darkest, deepest moment in your life? Jesus was there. That's where Jesus, as God's Son, amazingly engineered as God's Son and Son of God, Son of Man, had to go to find us and to rescue us. Designed and created strong enough Jesus had to not only be that, He had to be engineered perfectly. Perfectly engineered as Son of God, as Son of Man, to carry us to freedom. To come and not only find us in our deepest, darkest spots, but had to be engineered enough that some way, amazingly, by faith in Him, that that we perfectly fit inside of Christ by faith. That He would rescue us and lift us up engineered perfectly to bring us to life. Somehow, in this amazing capsule of rescue, this Christmas named Jesus, that came to rescue us, came to seek and to save the lost. In some way, amazingly, we are engineered in a way by faith that His life becomes our life. His death becomes our death. His resurrection becomes our resurrection. His life becomes our life. This amazing capsule of rescue. Yeah, the Phoenix 2 was incredible. Man, that thing worked. But God's Son, Jesus, is most incredible to come and rescue you. The capsule of rescue. Let's talk about the reason of rescue. That's pretty obvious. I mean, what was the reason of the rescue for the miners? Well, my goodness, it was to save their lives, right? I mean, it was to have an incredible story. But the whole reason for Christmas, the whole reason for the season is that God would rescue us in Christ Jesus. All for the praise of His glorious grace. Let me tell you what Scripture says about the reason of the rescue. Luke 19.10 says this, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. The whole mission for Jesus was to seek and save. And let me go find them. Let me go find them entombed through layers and layers and layers of sin and depravity and brokenness. I'm going to find them in those darkest moments. John 6, 39, Jesus says this, For this is the will of Him who sent me, God who sent me, this is the reason why, that I shall lose none of all those that God has given me. Wasn't it great news that all 33 were rescued? Wouldn't the story kind of just stink if there were just one that didn't make it? Or maybe that last one? But here's here's what Jesus says about His reason for coming. I've come for rescue. I've come for my own. As a matter of fact, I've come for all those that the Father has given me, the multitude from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And I'm strong enough as God to come and to rescue each one. And here's such great news. None will be lost. I'm going to find them. I'm going to get them. And I'm going to be strong enough to bring them. And listen to what he says. To raise them up on the last day so that they could be with me. All will be rescued. 
Praise God, what an amazing rescuer. Then Mark 10, 45 says this, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give His life a ransom for the many. So the whole reason for Christmas, the whole reason is for this rescue, that we could be with God. That sinners like us could have life and be set free. But Jesus said, for me to do this, i got to give my life as a ransom. So, obviously, there was a price to be paid. Let's talk about the cost of rescue. They said that the uh, cost of the rescue of the Chilean miners was somewhere between 10 and $20 million. Their president, Sebastian Panera, who, by the way, I, uh, he makes an amazing broccoli cheddar soup. Um, that's another story. Did you get it? It wasn't that good. Anyway, let's keep going. The 10 to $20 million, uh, the president uh, says, listen, Every peso spent was well worth it for the rescue of them all. Do you know the cost of our rescue? The cost of God to rescue sinners and bring us into a holy God's sight? The cost was this. The cost that God himself would put on flesh. The cost was this, is that God would come to die. And not just die, but he would die on a cross. The cost was this, that, that, that God's own Son, the perfect Son, the only begotten Son, not only would He become man, not only would He endure death, even death on the cross, it says this, that He would become a curse. That the cost was such for Him that for the first time in eternity, the second person of the Trinity, God the Son, would be separated from God the Father. That all of our sins and all of our brokenness and all of our depravity that, that a holy God can't stand and that a holy God just burns against, that, that He would place all of that on the, on, on the righteous, perfect Lamb of God and, and He would be cursed. Ready for this? So we could be blessed. He'd be separated so we could be brought in. He would be killed so we could live. What an amazing cost of rescue. Jesus would spill his own precious blood. Blood that they say is, in the Bible is more worth silver and gold. So that you and I could be rescued. So we, we could be cleaned. So we could be cleansed. So we could be clothed. Clothed with the righteousness of God. And amazingly, the Father says, not a drop of blood was wasted. Because each drop that was shed for you and for me truly did cleanse us and make us whole. The cost of the rescue. May, may it send shivers up our spine. The reality is we look at the capsule of the rescue. My goodness, God's own Son the reason for the rescue, to save us and the cost, the giving of His very life. And then the results of the rescue. Well, the lives of the miners for certainly are forever changed. Uh, they already have some studies out. Well, what's going to happen to them? They've become so popular. But the one thing that we know for sure is that they've been freed. They're no longer there. And the results of our rescue is that sinners like us too, that we, because of Christmas, because God would love this world so much that He would send His only Son to come and rescue us, that we too can be set free. Freed. Freed from the penalty of sin. 
Scripture says we've all messed up. I mean, in our thoughts and our actions, we've all sinned. We've all fallen short. Scripture's pretty clear that in a holy God's eyes, we deserve damnation. We deserve wrath. But Jesus came to say, I want to free you from that. I want to free you from living to that thing hanging over you called death. Not only not, I not only want to free you from the penalty of sin, I want to free you from the power of sin. I want to set you free so you could truly live. I want to set you free from the law. I want to set you free from thinking that I'm a God who's always mad. And that the only way you'll ever make me happy is doing the right thing. I want to set you free through my son's righteousness and blood. I want to set you free to hear, I love you. You're my beloved. I've come for you. I've come to rescue you. I've come to clean you up. But I've come to make you mine. And I'm not going to change my mind about you. He came to free us. He came to give us peace. He came to give us peace with a holy God. And listen, He's the only one that we really should matter about if we have peace with or not. And He is the God who spoke and everything came into existence. He is the God who right now holds all things in existence. He is mighty God. He is holy God. And we sinners can come into His presence through Christ Jesus and we can have peace with God. I mean, He's removed all the things that made Him angry. And, and now we can come in and just get bear hugs. In love. Peace with God. We can have peace with one another. We're supposed to call each other brother and sister. And the blood of Christ is supposed to knock down any dividing wall. And now we could have peace with one another because we have peace with God. You know what? Not only that, we could have peace with ourselves. I know your life. It's like mine. It's still a lot of broken pieces. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. There's, there's, there's still relationships that are broken. There's still numbers that are red. I mean, there's still things that are strained. And can we have peace with ourselves? But Christ has come and He's fixed us. Listen, He has fixed us in Christ Jesus. We are, if we are His and in Christ, we're new. We're a new creation. He sees us completely different. Not only does He fix us, fix us completely, He is still fixing us. And God wants you to have peace with you. I think this is a struggle for a lot of you. A lot of you look in the mirror. But Jesus has come to rescue you so you could have peace even in your own skin. Even now. With your neighbor and with God. He came to give us joy. The greatest joy is being loved. The greatest joy is loving. And God has come with a gift of His Son so that we can be loved tangibly by God. So that we can love Him. Because that's why He made us. He created us to be loved and to love. And we can have the joy even as the tears run down our cheeks. Even as our heart still remains broken. The joy that knows God loves me. And I love Him. The results of rescue is life. Life hidden in Christ. He says He's come to give us life. And life how? Abundantly eternally as God planned it as his children he's come to give us this amazing gift called life cost him his but he freely gives it to us by his grace you know one miner that came uh, to the surface came a little famous maybe we call him infamous uh, Yanni Barros if I pronounce his name right uh, Yanni 
he said this about coming to the surface. He says, when I get to the surface, I hope my wife will be there. I hope my mistress will be there. Yanni, what are you thinking? You know, I know he's been down there for 69 days and the darkness probably had something to do with his mind there. But, you know, it's probably not a good thing to be asking for his wife and his mistress to show up. And his wife was smart enough to say, you know, hey, Yanni, um, I'm not coming. All right. It's me or it's her. And if you want her there, I'm out of here. Now, sometimes amazing, we think a little bit like Yanni. You see, Jesus has come to rescue us of all the mistresses in our lives that we think are going to give us life. All those things in our life that we think that's our identity, that's our life, that's our joy. He's come to rescue us from that reality. He says, I am it. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one else but me. Maybe this Christmas, God's Spirit's tugging at you. Do you have a mistress in your life? Is it your work? Is it your identity? What's your mistress? God's come to rescue you so that he and he alone will be your true lover. The capsule of rescue has come. His name is Jesus. The capsule of rescue came from them. It was a phoenix too. Can you imagine the news if they decided as they're pulling them up, they're pulling them up and everybody's getting excited, man, here they come and they're all alive and it's great and it, and it gets down to that last guy and he's going to come up and everybody's so excited, everybody's going to be there and the last guy says, you know what? I think I'm going to stay down here. I'm kind of liking it down here. He's kind of got used to my surroundings. Uh, I'm just going to, hey, pull it back up. It's okay. I'm going to stay down here. I mean, people will be going crazy. Maybe you're crazy. Stop it. What are you talking about? You're in darkness. You're in tombs. Are you crazy? Life is here. Your rescue is here. Your rescue has come. You fit in it. Just get yourself in that thing. We'll pull you up. No, 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 no. That's, that's okay. I'll, I'll stay here in darkness. I mean, talk about lunacy. Jesus has come. Christmas is a celebration of the reality that God has come. He's coming, His Son, Jesus, and He came to rescue you. And listen, he was strong enough to bore down to your darkest spot. And he's good enough and, and, and you fit inside. How crazy that tonight you might say, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just stay outside the story. How crazy would it be that God is here and we don't get inside and say, rescue me again tonight? Where is it with you? Are you a part of this story? Uh, if you come to that place where you've asked Christ into your life, you wouldn't be crazy enough to leave here without embracing Christ, would you? This Christmas, God has offered us like he offers us every day by his grace because Christ has come. Life and rescue in Christ Jesus. Are you a part of the story? Because the marvelous good news that has produced such great joy is that freedom is here. Because Christ is here. Get in the capsule and let Christ carry you from darkness into His marvelous light. Let us pray. Oh, Father God, how we long for stories in times like this that have good news that lead us to great joy. And God, Thank you for your grace and your mercy to those 33 miners. Jimmy, Jimmy Sanchez was right. 
You were God, Emmanuel, with them. There were 34 of them there because you were there with them. Father, you're here. You're here with us. And Christmas is this amazing celebration of that reality. Your story of rescue can become our story of life because Jesus has come for sinners like us. Father, that is the most incredible news. That produces the greatest joy that Jesus came to rescue us. Father God, I pray the power of your Holy Spirit would be upon each one of our hearts, that you would examine our hearts, allow us to examine our hearts. Are we a part of this story? Have we embraced it? Have we embraced Christ, this this capsule that you've sent of rescue? Or are we outside? Father God, for your glory, would you give to those, that young person, that that middle-aged, that old person who's yet to embrace Christ as Savior, today may be the day that they climb inside and confess their sins and bow before Christ as King and find the life that You offer. For the rest of us, Father God, who come here tonight knowing of the rescue because our lives have been forever changed, may we forever go and tell this amazing good news on the highest mountain we can find that Christ has come for sinners like us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this love, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.